Hi, and welcome to Latter-day Saint Discourse. I am your host, Sean Ellsmore. During times of difficulty, we may find ourselves asking the question, Is God a loving God? Is He really there? Why are these bad things happening when I'm trying to do what is right? Today's lesson will come from Brother Mark Stoddard, given June 18th, 2018. In Meridian Magazine, Brother Stoddard shares a thought-provoking article that I think will be beneficial for all of us as we address these important questions. Quote, One statement people constantly make that doesn't work, why would a loving God allow? You can easily fill in the blank. It is a nonsensical statement because, once again, mankind is creating God in their own image and not vice versa. When we state we believe in a loving God, we add a word that doesn't belong. God is not an angry God, a vengeful God, or a loving God. He is simply God. We either believe and have faith in Him, or we don't. When we decide God must be loving, we define God while we're deciding what is loving and what is not. Our limited ability to judge deity with eternal perspective doesn't seem to stop us defining what is limited loving. If we walked into a room and watched a man take a knife and cut a person, we'd recoil in horror and perhaps do something like attack the man with a knife. In doing so, we'd claim to be loving. To the contrary, We'd be harming the man with the knife, a surgeon, and potentially kill the person on the antiseptic operating table with our intrusion. Yet we do this constantly by deciding what a loving God would do. In the Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah wrote, That my way are not your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yet we persist in saying we worship a loving God. Can we determine how loving that God was to let thousands of Lamanite warriors descend upon thousands of some of the most dedicated and faithful people to ever live, the anti-Lehi Nephites? Some scholars have suggested anti may be a reflex of the Egyptian NTY, meaning one of or to align with someone. Those who aligned with Nephi and Lehi had once been bloodthirsty until they accepted Christ. When they did, they knew that their crimes were terrible and that should they ever take up arms against anyone, even for a great reason like self-defense, their prior sins would be visited upon their heads when they once again become bloodthirsty. They refused to allow that awful state to return to them, so they buried their weapons and refused to take them up, even though a horde of terrifying warriors were coming upon them. Those with faith in a loving God might be tempted to say, well, a loving God would look upon their great faith and miraculously save them from destruction. Surely he could not let such goodness be for naught. 
But the warriors descended upon them, and the loving God did nothing. The warriors slashed and murdered innocent men. Where was the loving God? Firmly in his omniscient state. God's will contains eternal perspective. Soon, the Lamanites could hack and cut no more and broke down and wept at the carnage they had caused. Thousands that day left their bloodthirsty ways and joined or aligned with the anti-Lehi-Mephites. Later, we learned of another attack and how the remainder of the anti-Lehi-Nephites and the recent converts again refused to take up arms, even in self-defense. But their sons had not needed to swear such an oath, so they took up arms and defended their parents with stunning results. How many millions of people have been inspired by their faith in their mothers? Surely, Every ward has a speaker on Mother's Day read from the book of Alma where Helaman describes the great faith of these stripling warriors as they attribute their faith to their mothers. We knew our mothers knew it. Perhaps an omniscient God was indeed a loving God once we understood a fraction of divine perspective. Perhaps an omniscient God as he describes himself and his son, knows what real loving is. This is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. He knows the operating room, the doctor, the world completely and asks us to have faith in him even when life's trials seem to go against us. Is God loving? Is he there? Absolutely. I appreciate the words of Brother Stoddard, his perspective and testimony of God and his dealings with his children. As we depart, I invite each of us to think of how this knowledge of God and his eternal perspective can help us see the beauty in each moment of our lives. As we do so, I think the challenges we face may become a little easier to bear. Until next time.